Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper P. Quinnell. I will be joined by Dave Just Dave shortly. But first, I just wanted to say that there were some technical issues uh, because, as you guys should know, or hopefully do know by now, uh, these podcasts are taken from live stream audio that we do because we live stream on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook at all at the same time. I know technology, am I right? Uh, but we normally uh, stream on all these platforms and we take the audio from that and then we make it into these podcasts as well, plus your extra podcast bonus content. Um, however, we had some technical issues with the stream today. So if you hear any sort of inconsistencies in the show or anything today, that'll probably be why I've tried to, you know, make the best of a bad situation, try to cover up as much as we can, so hopefully it should still be, you know, an okay episode at the very least, um, but if there are any inconsistencies, I'm sorry, uh, but hopefully these won't happen again. Anyway, let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chubby Beekwell, and I'm joined. I'm joined, apparently. Joined. I'm joined by Dave. Just Dave. Hello, everyone. Yes, just Dave here, and yes, podcast time. Yay! We are, we are doined. Back I mean, again. Doined. I don't know. I'm very tired. It would seem so. Yeah. We've been playing. Well, we both are quite tired because yes, we've basically just been playing. 
Sword and Shield. Yes. It's a thing now. Pokemon is here, and I'm so yeah. excited for it. I uh, Just quick plug, just before we start. Twitch.tv slash Screenstalker. Myself and my lady partner, we are going to be playing all of it. Um, so, obviously, this podcast is going out on a Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday daytime and night. We're going to be streaming Pokemon Sword and Shield. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, come, come check that out, because Pokemon is great. Yes. As you were saying. I mean, it's... This this is, I genuinely am pretty certain this is the first Pokemon game since Blue mm-hmm. that I've gone into so blind, yeah, knowing so little, mm. and it, I literally I I was sat there yesterday playing it, and like I'm I'm 28 right now, mm-hmm. and I just had this, not since the days of Blue have I had such a childlike sense of wonder, and just. It's been so long since I've just gone out and just like, I'm going to catch everything I see that I haven't seen before. Right? Yeah. There's literally that. Yeah. When we were on the stream yesterday, uh, my lady partner, Michelle, and I, we were just saying, like, I'm just going to catch yeah. everything that's new. Exactly. Because I, can, I want to find out what it is. Yeah. I saw... I, I, mm, no, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something of something that I saw, just in case there's anyone listening who doesn't want any shield, uh, shield yeah, spoilers. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything, but we saw... A Pokemon, and I was like, "What is that thing? I don't know how to feel about this." And then I caught it, and I was like, "Oh, it's got a weird typing that I did not expect it to have." I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Probably. I know what you're talking about because so, my reaction to it was, "No, <laughs> no, I'm not accepting this." <laughs> With the no, no, oh, not no, that, no, not that at all, not that one, no, not that. Dave, Dave just did some weird kind of like sign language type things. Which you understood. I understood, but not that. Um, there was oh. an entirely different thing. I'll tell you after we've finished yeah, yeah, this yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so, but it is, like you said, so fun to not know oh, anything yeah. about it. And just go in and just be like, oh my God, it's a sheep. Oh my God, there's a butterfree flying over there. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, like, it's exactly. Just little things. I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely a child playing this game again. Me too. I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite fine. I think I'm about like... I, my my delivery arrived a little bit late, so I got the game and only started playing it like in the afternoon yesterday because I had chores to do at home. So I started playing at about 3 mm-hmm. p.m. I think I've logged 12 hours on it. Jesus. Oh, yeah, I didn't stop. Yeah. I, yeah. I stopped very briefly for pizza <laughs> and occasional brief tea breaks. Nice. But that was it. Yeah. I mean, we, we streamed uh, from... <laughs> we, we were supposed to start at 10. Yeah, and it got to half nine, and I was like, "I'm too excited. Let's start now." Yeah, just go so for I, it. So I, so I just started a bit early. So we streamed for about four and a half hours. Yeah, uh, and then I, I had a nap because I was very tired, uh, and then we streamed for another four and a half hours again. Mm. So we streamed about nine hours total. So I am shattered today because <laughs> if those of you out there who haven't done any sort of streaming before, it's really tiring. Takes it out of you. Good it God, does. it's really tiring. It really does. But uh, yeah, we're doing more of that uh, for like this whole weekend, and then and yes, Pokemon is a great game, and I'm sure in a couple of weeks, I'm sure we'll be able to talk about Sword and Shield spoilers more. But for oh, now, yeah, for sure. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll refrain. We'll hold off. Yeah, we'll for hold now. off for now. Um, in other news, mm. um, we're doing D&D tomorrow. We are. Mm. Have we talked about... We wouldn't have talked about because we had our last session last Sunday, which was my campaign. We did. We yeah. haven't played your campaign in 
ages. I know. And we finally got back to it. It was my campaign last Sunday. And we're yeah. doing another session of my campaign tomorrow. Which you're totally ready for. So ready for. <laughs> I've not had a busy week at all. <laughs> no, And no. I definitely have not run out of time to prep my D&D no, session. No, absolutely not. No, not at all. Luckily, uh, because I had a lot of time to kill last Saturday, because obviously we came in, did mm. the SmackDown review yeah and then i stayed at the office until it was time for full gear reactions yes i had about six hours to kill <laughs> and in that time i made a whole bunch of D maps ah yes so i, I i'm prepped for combat uh so mm. expect tomorrow's session to be combat heavy pretty combat heavy <laughs> that's not good for me yeah no you're fine I, mm, you're fine i mean can, can you can you send out lots of quite thick Character uh, uh, enemies, and I don't mean thick as in the th- 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 letters, words. Two C's. Yeah, I don't mean it like thick that. I, ju- C's, I just yeah. mean stupid. stupid. I mean dim characters that are going to fail wisdom saves. Yeah, I mean, surely that would then be, if they were thick, they'd be low intelligence, not low wisdom. I'm grouping them. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, it, it's probably going to be combat heavy. Might be dumb stuff. I don't know. Well, the the way we left it off last week, because yes. we had the return of a, of, a, of a character. We did. Which was fun. Um, it was cool to see them. The emotional toll that it had on some characters. That yeah. was fun. Uh, you guys headed off into a very dangerous swamp and came across a hunting party of uh, Yuantis, mm. which are like snake people. Yes. Which was fun. And immediately there was a big group of them. And first up was the wizard. And I was like, I wonder what they're going to cast. <laughs> Everyone else around the table going, I wonder what it's going to be. Could it be Fireball? I cast Fireball. I cast Fireball. Uh, which was fun. Uh, but then, yeah, no, that was a fun encounter. Because uh, mm. that's the thing. There's a there's a tool on a website called D&D Beyond that both mm-hmm. of us use. Uh, where you can start building encounters on it. Yes. And I use that occasionally for, for various things. According to that encounter builder, mm. if I'd have taken out four of the enemies out of it, that would have been a deadly encounter. And the thing is, I put in an extra four enemies and I buffed all of their stats. And Thanks. It, and it was a comfortable victory for all of you. No one dropped. Yeah, no. And like, you guys had to heal, you have to use some resources, sure. I, I didn't but take like, any damage. Exactly. But it was fairly comfortable like it, yeah. it was a challenge but it wasn't like oh my god this is so hard and it wasn't a complete breeze i'd say it was pretty much exactly what i wanted it to be yeah. for that yeah. but, but that i had to load in the characters there i was like have, have four more have mm. uh increased hp i'm gonna increase there to hit as well screw it i'm just gonna give them extra everything and you yeah. guys were like yeah it's fine yeah <laughs> we, we kind of we kind of nailed them pretty pretty well i mean a couple of fireballs would do that <clears throat> a couple of fireballs would do that um Good old monk, monk word. Yeah, we had we had monk just just. Uh, no, I'm going to choose my words very carefully here. Uh huh. Um, because the words I was going to say, I was like, hang on, can't say those. Uh-huh. Um, punching, that'll do. Yes. Yes. Monk doing lots of punching. Um, I hypnotized some people, basically. Yeah, you did. Yeah, hypnotic pattern was yeah, cool. Yeah, hypnotic pattern got three of them, which mm-hmm. was nice. That three was out of five cool. ain't bad. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And when, if it was all going to go horribly wrong, I did have a vague plan of running away. No, no, no. I was, <laughs> I, I was going to try and flank them through the trees, taking about five turns to get there, mm-hmm. and then use the shadow I'd stolen from one of them as part of my rogue build, uh, bard build, sorry, um, to disguise myself perfectly as one of the ones we'd killed and basically tell them that our boss said retreat mm-hmm. if they were winning, which they never were. Would have been really interesting, actually, for you to do that for several reasons. I'm not going to say what they are, because one, 
uh, one of the UNC survived from your guys and yeah. ran away, and you guys are currently pursuing them. Um, well, I think I think us guys are currently not entirely pursuing them, given what happened at the end. <laughs> so you guys were running through the the woods that surrounded this swamp, and you came across a bridge. There was like a a kind of like a pond slash lake of like really you know condensed like swamp water. Uh, and there was like a, a what looked like a handmade little wooden bridge that crossed it. Just some planks that were put together and kind of uh, stuck in the ground at either end. And as you guys walked onto the bridge, wouldn't you look at that? There's two water elementals. I think only two rising people walked out of onto the, the bridge. I think one person walked onto one the bridge. One person walked on the bridge. It's it's important to note, and everyone listening, you are my my hearing witnesses to this. Mm-hmm. My character is right at the back. Yes. Yes, very is. at the back. Very, 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 very at the back. At the back. Yes. And willing to go further back. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I've run away from a fight. That's true. Uh, so yeah, suddenly there's two water elementals that you guys have got to fight after mm. not resting after the previous fight you just had. So well, yeah, that's yep. That's going to be that's an fun. Issue. Conservation. We might, we might just have to run away. You might. Which very I possible. can tell to people in hopefully languages that the water will learn into over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. water elementals won't understand because when our new when the uh, our new friend one of the old people from the campaign came back, um, saw saw that my character's a goblin and said, "Oh, I say hello to him in goblin." I'm like, "You speak goblin?" She goes, "Yeah, I speak goblin." And then it turns out the rest of the party all speak goblin apart from <laughs> one person, which I did not know. <laughs> so you can all have conversations of- in goblin and exclude that one person. None of them thought to broad- bring it up until now. No. Absolutely not. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway, we should get into the main portion of the show, yes. and we're going to get into some emails after on the outro portion of this show as yes. well, because we've got some of them to do. So let's get into the main portion of the show, where we're going to be talking about, is The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan amazing? Here's the show. Let's get into the main talking point of this mm. show, which is about The Fiend yes. and Daniel Bryan. This happened on the main event segment of this show. Yeah, Miss TV is main event. Miss TV as the main event segment of the show. It's fair. M- main. Nope. I was going to say main TV. Mm. Doesn't work. You try. Um, anyway, <laughs> Daniel Bryan was a special guest on Miss TV. Yeah. Uh, he came out and uh, The Miz kind of grilled him. He was saying this was built off The Fiend's attack from last week mm. on Daniel Bryan. Uh, and he was saying, you know, with, with how, why do you think he attacked you? And Daniel Bryan didn't say anything. Yeah, just just sat there and kind of in a, in a stony silence, really. Just sort yeah. of looking down, looking a bit, kind of looking defeated. Yeah, I think. a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then he just continued and he was saying, that's fine. You're, gonna, you're not going to give me an answer. I'll give you my answer. And yeah. he jumped in and he said, you know, uh, I think you're washed up. I think you're mentally unstable. And yeah. so, yada, 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 yada. Miss stuff. Yeah. No one really knows who you are, mm-hmm. you don't even know who you are. Um, you know, he's like, I know that we don't like each other, but, you know, harsh truths and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which was nice, nice to sort of have that call back to it's, Yeah, it's good they had by. character consistency with yeah, Miz and Brian not liking each other. That's very good. Yeah. Um, Brian finally kind of uh, pops up with his answer and he says, yeah, I am mentally unstable. Mm. Like, whoa, <laughs> that's a bit creepy. Okay. And he says, but you know what I do have? Uh, I've got passion. And yeah. that passion has led me to succeed at WrestleMania 30 and uh, do all the crazy stuff that I've done and, you know, kick AJ Styles in the balls to win mm. the WWE Championship, stuff like that. Um, and he says, no one understands my mental instability. Yeah. But, but Bray does. Yeah, but Bray does. 
ooh, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Mm. I, I like that they're playing up that no one knows what Daniel Bryan is. Because that, yeah. that's been the story for ages, is that no one knows whether Daniel Bryan's a face or a heel, mm. if he's the leader of the Yes movement. He was hugging Roman Reigns, but like, is that... But then he kind yeah. of like wasn't really following through with that in terms of being the Yes movement mm. guy. So they were playing up, you know, this kind of unstable character that is yeah. Daniel Bryan. And it's it's kind of st- strange to think that when it comes to Daniel Bryan saying, yes, I am mentally unstable, I thought it was odd, not not in a bad way, in a quite a good way, in quite an interesting way. It was odd to hear that coming from him mm-hmm. and not where I expected it would come from, which would be Bray himself. Mm-hmm. I expected that it would be like Bray saying, yeah, you are mentally unstable, but so am I. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But no, it was Daniel Bryan saying, yes, I am mentally unstable, and so is Bray. He understands that, Mm -hmm. which was a nice twist on it. Yeah, it was Which I really enjoyed. One of the things that Miz said as well is like the reason that The Fiend has attacked, the way he thinks uh, The Fiend Mm. has attacked Bryan is because he can can smell that Daniel Bryan is mentally unstable and he's weak and he's preying on that. Um and then, because they said Bray's name enough times, I guess he yep. got summoned. Uh, so he appeared on the Titans Run Firefly Funhouse intro, uh-huh. all that gubbins. Uh, and he came out, and he was saying, uh, <laughs> you remember what you did, don't you? He was, he was essentially yeah. calling back to the previous uh, Daniel Bryan being in the Wyatt family feud, which, yeah. again, really good character consistency. It's nice that Bray Wyatt is going after all the people that have wronged him in the yeah, past. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he was saying... You remember what you did, don't you? Because he does. Yeah. Again, talking it about was... the fiend in the third person is really, really good. <laughs> I like I, it. Th- I, I love... <clears throat> no one does it quite like Bray Wyatt. Just the very sudden switch mm-hmm. where he's sort of sitting there going, you remember, don't you? Because I really think he does. Or maybe he just wants to play with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No one does it like Bray. Yeah, no, absolutely he's, he's no really one does it like Bray. And yeah, it was it was a really good Firefly Funhouse segment. Yeah. It was a really good promo. Uh, and I really like, he got out a toy box mm. and he starts throwing random stuff out of it. There was like a, a, a squeaky clown horn that he just kind of threw <laughs> and, aside. And a hacksaw. And a hacksaw and like a dead baby. Yep. Just kind of throw it all behind. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I, I, and then I he, feel like when he took out the dead baby doll thing, he sort yeah. of looked and was like, oh, I remember that time with Randy. And... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, was one of those that was hanging up in the house. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then he brings out the Universal Championship, which is now blue. Yes. That, that got changed on the show. It has a blue belt now. Yeah. Sure. Um, he brings it out, and he kind of holds it up in front of him, and he just says, all you need to do, Daniel, you just got to say that magic word. <laughs> you know you want you to. You know you want to. I love the fact that Bray Wyatt is now using the Universal Championship to goad people into yep. fighting him. Yep. People that he wants to fight. He's like, look what I've got. You can have this mm-hmm. if you fight me. Yeah. Really, really like that character dynamic. It's great. Um, but then it cuts back to Brian and he just goes, no. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, and then I it- thought they were going to build a Survivor Series with Brian. I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. But then, But then <clears throat> cuts back and it's Abby the Witch who just goes... Yes. Cuts back to Brian, who just goes, no. And it cuts to Mercy the Buzzard, who goes, yes. And again, back to Brian, no. And then it cuts to, do you know, I forget his name. Huskus the Peep Boy. Huskus the the Peep Boy. Huskus the Pig Boy, yeah. Who just goes, oink, yes. Uh, Oink, yes. And then again, Brian says no. And then it cuts to Ramblin' Rabbit, Rabbit, who says yes. And then 
Daniel Bryan just answers no to everyone. Like he's not going to. He said like he's not gonna go and play with you. He's like I'm yeah. not gonna play with you. You're not gonna right? go play with your puppets. He's, yeah, he's like I'm not gonna play with your puppets. I'm not a puppet. Been thinking, okay, cool. That's yeah, that's, that's cool. You know, nice. he tried to goad him into it. Yeah, and it just Daniel's Daniel is just like no, I'm not. No, no you, I'm not gonna play your not, game. Not on your terms. Yeah, no. And then he says. I'm going to fight you. If we're going to fight, it's going to be for the Universal Championship yeah. at Survivor Series. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, I thought that's what thought that's what Bray was offering anyway. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Maybe I, maybe I misread that in the first place. But. It, possibly. I mean, this could be just this idea of like, like you say, there, there's it happens a lot in the building of feuds where someone's trying to goad someone into the fight and the person will say, no, 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 we're doing this on my terms, mm-hmm. not yours. Yeah. And... You know, Daniel Bryan has been around the industry for a very long time. He's also had history with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. If this is the kind of thing where it's his first opportunity to say, I'm not going to give you the power in this situation, because when you have the power in situations, you just win. Yes. And you get your way. And he's not going to try not to give Bray Wyatt his way. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, it could totally work. Uh, I just thought that Bray said... I want to match at Survivor Series. And Brian was like, I see. no, I don't want to match at Survivor Series. But you know what I do want? I want to match at Survivor Series. <laughs> I, I was see, like, I see, I see. Huh. Okay, right. Okay. Um, but maybe I just misread that to start with. Um, he says no a lot. Uh, he says not going to play with his puppets. And then he said, if they fight, it should be for the Universal Championship. What do you say, Bray? And then Bray really <laughs> creepily just goes, yes. And then he starts saying yes. He starts doing the yes chant. And then he gets quicker and quicker. And just keeps doing yes, yes, and it, yes, and he what, gets what he gets start, great. It does it. like what starts as like yes, oh nice, he's doing the callback, he's doing yes. The yes, oh he's still going yes, gets more manic, gets quicker, almost, almost gets angrier. Yeah, yeah, he's getting like red in the face. Oh yeah, with how really intensely he's saying yes at this yeah. thing, gets a bit weird in a good way. Mm. Um, but then. I feel like that's where the show was supposed to end. This was the main event segment of the night. Yeah. This was the closing bit. I feel like that's where the show was supposed to end. Yeah. But Bray just carried on for a bit. Yeah, he did. And, th- and, then, it, and then it stopped. It cut back to the ring. And then Brian off mic just kind of asked Miz. He goes, are, are we done? Yeah. And then Miz just goes really awkwardly. Uh, there you have it. Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan versus the Fiend at Survivor Series for the mm. Universal Championship, and then Bryan walks out of the ring, and that's how the show and ends. That's how the show ends. Yeah, which I felt was a very awkward, weird ending. But it did seem a little bit. I, I think someone missed their cue. Maybe they just like they're, they're like, oh crap, we still got a minute left. Yeah. Um, so then they, yeah, they just carried on. Yeah, um, the end, the ending that seemed a little bit stilted, but I think it was whatever. just like an honest mistake. It doesn't yeah. didn't really impact on the overall like, feel of the of the promo, which was really good. So that's been now been confirmed. Daniel yeah. Bryan versus the Fiend at Survivor Series for the Universal Championship, uh-huh. or should we now call it the Blue Universal Championship? Wow, it's great. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that match. Thoroughly looking forward to. Oh, yeah. From an in-ring perspective, I think it's going to be great. Oh, I yeah. I think from a story perspective, these two are some of the, two of the best character workers yeah. in WWE today. So I think having their history together, I still think that when Daniel Bryan left the Wyatt family after his brief run when he was part of it in a steel cage with Bray Wyatt when he turned back and he revealed his normal gear yeah. and he hit him with that running knee... That was genuinely one of the loudest yes chants I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, me too. That was an incredible moment in Daniel Bryan's career. It was. It was. And I think playing back off that and having 
having Bray call back that feud and having them play off that story a bit more, I really want to see it done well. Yeah. And I think this is a really good start. I just feel like this build is coming a bit too late because Survivor Series is next weekend. We've yeah. got one more episode of SmackDown to go before, you know, we get on to we get on to Survivor Series itself. So I'd rather mm. this had like a three, four week build, but instead it's kind of getting more of a two week build, which isn't as good. But Yeah, the timing seems odd. It does. Um, but if they're going to make it work, they've got two people involved in this who can make it work. Absolutely. I, yeah. I have high hopes for this one. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, I, like I said, I'm thoroughly looking forward to this. Yeah. This was a great way to end the show mm-hmm. because now I'm looking forward to next week. I'm like, oh, I want to see yeah. what these two storytellers can do yeah, exactly. with each other's characters next week. Um, it's a shame I couldn't say the rest for the rest of SmackDown. However, it was a good way to end. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think it really... It really goes to show that despite how much we've been saying that, you know, Bray Wyatt was ruined before and his old yeah. gimmick and all that stuff, people still r- respond really well to the storylines oh, yeah. that were done really well. Like the Daniel Bryan in the in the Wyatt family feud, it wasn't <clears throat> the best storyline. Honestly, it ended pretty prematurely and there wasn't really a reason given for why Daniel Bryan left. They, they'd never really clarified the like, oh, he was doing mind games. He was yeah. just playing with him and all that stuff. It was just kind of, but that moment when he left the White family was still an incredible moment. Oh yeah, it, it when, was amazing. When he, when he turned round and just the look on Bray's face mm-hmm. of just, I see. Yeah, ah, I see what you've done here. Okay. And then when Daniel Bryan's sitting on top of the cage and Ch- doing yeah. the yes chance, and Huge. the whole the whole crowd is doing it with oh, him. Oh yeah, it was amazing. So I think yeah, calling back to that and playing off. Those moments and those storylines, it works for Bray Wyatt's character. It worked mm-hmm. for Daniel Bryan's character. So I think this feud as a whole is yeah. a really good direction to take it. I think th- this is a really good next step after Bray Wyatt beat Seth Rollins. I think this yeah. is a really good, solid win that he can get over Daniel Bryan. I'm yep. hoping he wins. I really think so, too. Um, I don't think there's any... There, there's no reason for him to drop the title at all just yet. Yeah. And certainly no reason, with no disrespect to the man, certainly no reason for him to drop it to Daniel Bryan. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Plus, it gives, it, it gives um, Bray's character so much more power given, you know, this feud with someone who has been so massive in the industry for so long and someone who he's got a history with. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who, in that history, beat him. Yes. Yeah. So if he can now come back and say, well, now I'm going to destroy you, mm-hmm. and does, yeah. you know, obviously we don't want to, you don't want to hurt Daniel Bryan too much. Yeah. Um, so, but, but, that's but a, it, that, it's, sorry, I think it should be, it should be fine because... You know, you can trust Daniel Bryan to do the work and not hurt himself. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with Daniel Bryan is however many losses he takes, he still feels like a big deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He lost to Adam Cole. Clean. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's going for the Universal Championship and it still feels perfectly fine. It's not like, oh, no, but he lost to the NXT Champion. He's not worthy of a Universal There's not many that could actually realistically get away with that. I know. And so to take someone of that magnitude, that caliber with the history he has with Bray and put him directly into the story with Bray, it's a good move. Oh, yeah. It's a great move. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad they're going this route with these two. Yeah. It's a great feud to pick for Wyatt straight after he wins a title. And it's it's good for Brian as well to yeah. put him back into a title feud, keep him as, you know, a main event 
big deal. Yeah. Uh, even if he loses to the fiend, that's not a bad thing because the fiend is basically indestructible at this yeah, point. Exactly. And, and then, like Daniel Bryan isn't going to be made to look weak. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, he's too good to be made to look weak. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's far too good for that. Yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We've got to thank some other people, and that is our $25 and above pledge hammers oh, on yes. Patreon. If you've not visited our Patreon page, you should. Patreon.com slash WrestleTalk. You can get all sorts of bonus content. You get a monthly pay-per-view review, which this month is going to be Survivor Series 1997, a.k.a. Montreal Screwjob. Um, so that one, Luke and Ollie will be reviewing for later on in the month. Uh, that's for the $5 pledge hammer tier. $10, you get your name in the credits, and you get an extra bonus podcast as well. $25 and above, you get these shout-outs right now. So thank you to... Sean of the Dead Peril. Beautiful. Woo, yeah. Love and you get your own cheap stuff. pop as well. Like this one for we're going on a Brian Huntley. Woo! Woo! Yes, thank you. Robin Banks, Lee Roberts. Oh nice. yeah, Robin Banks. Nice. He can last Sean fur longer than you in the ring. Hey, <laughs> longer than you I'm in the sure ring. sure he can. Rebel without a crew, Robert Rodriguez. Mm, oh yes, lovely. thank you very much. Float like a butterfly. Butterfly? A butterfly. I missed out an L there. Float like a butterfly, Sam and Ali. Sam and Ali! Thank you. Duncan, just Duncan. Oh, I'm not sure I can support that. It's stealing my brand. <laughs> but I like it, Duncan. Butter me up, Soren Nord. Woo, yes. 
Ryan B. Bag. Love it. Love stuff. And finally, Hall of Mania. Patrick Hall. Woo, yes. Thank you very much, everybody, for your support on Patreon. Um, but let's get into some super, super, super chats. Let's see what you guys Lovely. thought. Um, Tim Arndt said, what's the bet? The Fiend's lights will be blue now. Uh, <laughs> It won't, actually. There was a dark match after the show, which was The Fiend oh, versus yeah. Daniel Bryan, uh, which was the advertised match for Survivor Series, and the lights were still red. Ah, well, there we so, go. So, red light's not going anywhere, and mm-hmm. it definitely is still red. Um, Will HM says, uh, Michael Cole, have you ever met a tough guy named Kip? Is that a dig at AEW for <laughs> Kip Sabian? Possibly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't think he knows who Kip Sabian is, in all honesty. So, Well, I, I remember hearing, that, um, hearing Cole say that. And for a split second, my mind went, yeah, same kind of thing with Kevin. Oh, wait, hang on. There was that big tall guy. <laughs> How about Kevin Owens or Kevin Nash? Well, I was thinking Nash. Or Kevin. He, Nash is the big tall guy. Or Kevin from Home Alone. Uh, Firefly. Oh, he, he's tough. Oh, <laughs> this uh, is my house. I have to defend it. <laughs> uh, Firefly fan house. And uh, Madden said, I Great like name. the Blue Universal Championship. I prefer it to the Red Universal Championship. That much is for sure. I do prefer... Mm. Th- I think the blue colour is easier on the eyes than the red was. Yeah, I think it's a change that is going to take some getting used to. Yeah, for but sure. But, yeah, it looks fine, you know? Yeah, I think it's better than the red one. It's still not a good design. Let's get that out there. It's not a good design. Yeah. I still don't like it, but it's better than red. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Robinson said, uh, Weird, almost forgot NXT brought women from both sides of the War Games match. Wish there was more time between War Games and Survivor Series. Me too. Yeah, with you on that. We're going to talk about that a lot more when we get into the main portion of the show here. Yes, absolutely. With that women's segment, because there's a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, Valab Mamadipudi says, uh, I'm... uh, Hey, I read that very well. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I'm happy that the cranberry belt has turned into the blueberry belt. Um, (laughs) Also, your parents are liars and let him in. Why are my parents liars? Why are you calling them out for? The oh, hell? yes. I know. I remember that. Oh, was, he, was that on the Firefly Funhouse yes, segment? Yes, it was on the Firefly yeah, Funhouse yeah, yeah, segment, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I really when, liked. When he made the title belt blue. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, that was a that was, that was a funny segment. Uh-huh. Um, Limps comes in with a generous donation saying, uh, I'm amused at the depth of this Wyatt uh, Brian storyline, but I'm not so enthusiastic about the Fiend's character trajectory. Dude lost, must have, mu- bleh, dude lost much of his magic at Hell in a Cell. Trying to stay positive, though. Um, chipping in for your tea, boys. Well, thank you very much for much chipping obliged. in for the tea. Uh, I do agree. I think he lost a lot of his luster at Hell in a Cell. Again, I'm also like you and trying to stay positive. I still yeah. enjoy Bray Wyatt, uh, and I'm glad he's a universal champion. Uh, it just should have happened at Hell in a Cell, man. Yeah, he did lose a lot of that sort of mystique and maybe even like some momentum at Hell in a Cell Absolutely. in a fairly big way. Um you know, he's gaining some of the momentum back. Obviously, Universal Champion, that happens. Um, the Mystique, we may not get it in the same way as we did. Certainly not when he started. But as far as, like, his momentum goes, getting it back by becoming Universal Champion and what better way to maintain it mm-hmm. than a going up against Daniel Bryan. With yeah. all that we've talked about just now, great way to maintain that momentum. It would take... It would take an anti-miracle for that (laughs) momentum to now go. (laughs) 
So let's get into the main portion of the show. Yes. We're back to the non-live version now. Yes. Um, so, uh, the show started off with a video recap of Baron Corbin's promo from last week. It's still terrible. Mm-hmm. The epic music behind it did not help. No, no It was bad. Um, they had some piped-in booze as well, which definitely weren't there last week. Nice try. Um, this was the first of many video recaps on oh, the show. Did they have video recaps? I had no idea. No, no, me neither. Genuinely, when I tune in for a show, I only watch it for like five minutes, and then I expect the video recaps to tell me everything else that yeah, happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we had that video recap of Corbin, and then the actual show, the, the live show itself, started with Corbin. Yeah. Again. Which, um, I, I'm okay with Corbin starting the show. Not I'm, every show, though. I'm actually kind of okay with him starting... Maybe not, perhaps not all, but it fits the character that he he has, this King Corbin character of, like, I am the king. I should be opening the show. I'm the most important person here. I think, yes, that fits his character to say, I should open every show. He shouldn't mm. actually open every show. That's fair. And I, I think they, they, they should could, want to. I agree. They could make something of that. Like, have him open a bunch of shows. Some, you know, a, a handful of shows in a row. And then when someone else does it, him just to come out and be like, no, 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 no. I'm King Corbin. I open the show. That would get nuclear heat from me. Just because <laughs> I, I don't want Corbin to open the show. Again, it's nothing against Corbin. He's no. just being overpushed and stuff. Uh, he has a palanquin now. He yes. has the, the sedan chair. Yes, came the out sedan with chair thrown. Very nice addition to down. his uh, personal effects. I know, it was great. Um, Speaking of additions to his personal effects, he's got the glorious shafts as well. Yay! Um, I wrote here that it's such a shame because he's making the gimmick really work. Yeah. But it absolutely should not be a main event gimmick. He was pushed at exactly the right level. When he was having his feud with Shorty G, or if he's feuding over like the Intercontinental title or something, that is the perfect level for King Corbin. And that character and that gimmick and him as a whole, I think that's a perfect level for him. But now, when he's having a feud with Roman and he's getting back into main event scenes and he's opening and closing shows, it's it's too much, man, in the infamous words of... Oh, God, what's her name? Sarah Lynn from BoJack Horseman. Yeah, I did it. I made a reference. Anyway... You should you should watch that. It's, it's a good show. Well done. I tried. I didn't get Thank into you. it. Yeah, it's fair enough. It's very mm. depressing. Um, anyway, um, Rude and Ziggler are already in the ring yep. to start off the show. And the crowd seemed pretty hot for this. It's big booze for Corbin, yep. which there's... I guess means it's working. Yeah, there's you suck chants going around, which yeah. is ni- nice. Yeah, I guess. Not for him. For, no. for us. Yeah, but also not for us because I don't want it to actually work down the, yeah. the main event again. And then I'll have another three-month feud with Seth Rollins. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Rude and Ziggler look like absolute chumps throughout this whole thing. Uh, Corbin is just saying, it's my kingdom, blah, blah, blah. And then throughout yeah. the whole thing, Rude and Ziggler just walking around him, just nodding and going, yes, it's your kingdom. Yeah, yeah, it is your kingdom. This yeah. is your kingdom. Yes, you are right. All the time. And it's like, guys, shut up. God. Yeah, it's, really it's, annoying. it's, like, it's like scenes out of 8 Mile. Where, yeah, where, yeah. where you've got all these people going, yeah, you're right, and Eminem's sitting there going, you said this last time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they kind of did. You're saying the same S word that he said. Yeah. In the infamous words of Eminem. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, two references on this stream, what the God, hell? God, we're doing well. I know. Uh, Corbin then declares himself team captain for Survivor Series. Yes. 
something. Uh, Ziggler and Rude pipe in and say they should have been on Team SmackDown and it should have been them. They'll yeah. beat Shorty G and Ali and take their place. Yeah, like they, Corbin was focusing quite heavily on the fact that the team of five for Team SmackDown, there are two like significant weak links, which obviously he believes to be uh, Shorty G and Mustafa Ali, who has a first name again, which is Yay. nice. I'm happy for him. First I, names. I always preferred him as Mustafa. I preferred having Mustafa Ali Me too. to Ali. Yeah. I don't know why, I just, just preferred it as a personal thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I quite like the sort of the little throw away almost offhand oh and by the way hope Roman can pull his weight as well because he's a little bit step behind <laughs> Roman um, but yes yeah. very much focusing on Mustafa Ali and Shorty G are the weak links of the team apparently absolutely and yeah Ziggles and uh, Robert Roode are going to show them who's boss yeah seem. and that was all fine yeah that, that, bit, that bit was fine that it, it, it would have been fine if you know just Get into the match, you know, just, yeah, exactly. just go straight into we're, we're gonna beat the Shorty G and Ali and we're gonna take their place for Survivor Series. Yeah. Cool, Shorty G and Ali come out and have a match. That's not what happens. Because <sighs> instead, Corbin calls out Roman Reigns. Yeah, he says, um he says, uh you know, he 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 says he's going to invite Roman Reigns down to the ring. Uh he says he, he, he does that that wonderful thing that Corbin specifically does very well, which is the, I'm the bad guy, but I'm going to take the moral high ground. And he says, uh, come down, Roman, come down to the ring, because we're on the team together. We should all be able to coexist in the ring. And that would have been fine. You know, have Roman come down to the ring and, you know, Corbin can be doing his, I'm taking the moral high ground, and Roman would have to sort of not submit, but be like, well, I'm going to try and take the more high ground as well as the face in this situation. I'm not going to fight you either. And they can have all that tension building to something happening outside of the ring that doesn't affect the match while the match is happening. Wouldn't that have been great? Would have been so much better than what actually happened. Why don't you tell them what happens? Because Corbin calls out Roman Reigns, says he should come out to the ring. We should coexist. That's cool. Roman's music hits. And a dog mascot comes out onto the ring, like a person in a dog costume, like you'd yeah. see like a sports mascot thing, comes out onto the stage. They've remixed Roman Reigns' theme so that at the all of those are now chihuahua barks, which is really bad. Yeah. The dog mascot thing comes down to the ring, he does an ooh thing, and then Corbin makes it do tricks and it bends the knee. Yep. <clears throat> and that is awful! Yeah, this Jesus is... Jesus Christ, what am I watching? This is just not good stuff. Like, the only good thing to come out of that was Michael Cole just leaning in and really casually just going, could be the Goldie Gooker. <laughs> That is, that is a very rare, really good Michael Cole line. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Very rare, but you very good when they happen, and we cherish them when they do. Especially exactly, when yeah. it's the backdrop to it was just this, like it's. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even have words to describe this. How bad this is? Yeah, and like we always say every time, it's this isn't on Corbin. No, like, it's not on he, Corbin. He's. Every week he comes out there, he's doing his best. He was really trying, yeah. and he's getting into it, and he's doing the yeah. chihuahua barks along with the thing, and it's, yeah. it's almost funny. If it wasn't terrible, it would be funny. Yeah. But the problem is it's terrible, 
And I think the worst part of all of this, I mean, the dog being a dog and coming out and doing the tricks and whatever, that's one thing. Yeah. Why didn't Roman come out during exactly. any of this? Exactly. During any of this. This guy is laying into you and he was laying into you last week. He beat you last week. And now yep. he's coming out and he's making fun of you and he's got a dog mascot and all that stuff. Why aren't you coming out to beat him up? Yeah. Like he like you you are one of the top people in the company, right? You have this upper mid carder. Upper, but upper mid carder. Just laying into you with these terrible things. He brings out a dog mascot. At that point, as Roman Reigns, you come out, you spear the mascot. Like, yeah. Like, immediately, obviously, obviously you spear the mascot. And then you either sort of stand at the top of the ramp properly, like, roiding out going, yeah, yeah, you're going to do that to me? I'm going to make your life a living hell, mate. Yeah. Or you just don't stop and you just go, just spear through. Don't even stop moving. Yeah. Just, Just... Just cut the mascot in half. Yeah. Some poor jobber who thought WWE was going to be his big break has just yeah. died for this. But, hey, it'll make a good spot. Um, and just go and make Corbin's life miserable yeah, for just... what he's trying to do the same to you. Exactly. But, but it d- didn't happen. It doesn't come out until much later on. And even then it was a problem. Yeah. It, I've written here as well. It's like Vince has just realized that Roman is called the big dog. <laughs> And he's just gone, oh my god, it's got the word dog in it. There's so many things we can do. There's so much dog-based humor. There's so much material. (laughs) In the infamous words of Vince himself, according to John Moxley on the podcast, this is such good S word. This This is the worst kind of Vince. This is terrible. And I hate it with a passion. But it led into... A tag team match with Shorty G and Mustafa Ali versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler for this team SmackDown spot. And in ring-wise, this was a very good this match. Is a, this is a fine match, really good. Yeah, yeah there was, was some really great match. action from basically everyone involved. Yep. You know, um, Shorty G had some really nice offense early on. You know, he was sort of slipping out of moves. He was getting some good arm drags in. Um, you know, there was some nice offense from Ali when he got in. Uh, versus Dolph, and then Dolph was taking back control, getting tags into Rude, cheap shots here and there. It was it was good, nice action. Yeah, it really it, was. It was very fun. Uh, at one point, Corbin ran distraction, and Ali gets knocked into the commentary table, which is when Roman Reigns finally decides to come That's out. That's when Roman comes out for some reason, not when he was getting insulted, but because some because Corbin ran distraction. Sure, whatever. Roman Reigns comes out. I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Roman Reigns is gonna come out. Spear Corbin, he's going to beat the hell out of him. Maybe beat up the mascot. That'll be fun. Ah. Roman Reigns comes down. Ad break. Ad break. That's what you really want. Swerved. I know. So then I was like, oh, okay. And the sad thing is that when you sometimes when you come back from ad breaks, you come back and just everything's completely different. Mm-hmm. The whole scene of a match has changed. What happened here was almost on a different level of being just as bad because we came back from an ad break and between Roman and Corbin, nothing had happened. Genuinely nothing. Roman had come down and gone. He was standing by what one of the, the side, the, one the, of the, the ring posts. posts yeah. And Corbin was standing at the other ring post holding his scepter up going, no, don't you come near me. And Roman was basically doing this. He was like, I'm here. Why aren't you beating up Corbin? Just go and kill him. Corbin isn't even in the match. It's not like you'd be costing your friends the yeah, match no, by a DQ or anything. There can be no disqualification Just there. beat up Corbin, man, you yeah. moron. 
Anyway. But, uh, but um, that didn't happen. Um, no, in-ring action was still very good, though. Yeah. Like, Back to it. You had, like, Ali just eating a Famouser. Yeah, um, it was which great. Was, which was lovely, but then Ali, like, nearly super-kicked Ziggler's head off. Which was fun. Which was awesome. Shorty G got a hot tag, hit a big moonsault. Yep. There, there was, was the, the super zigzag. Yep. To Shorty G, which, and Ali broke it up. Yep. Uh, Shorty G countered a super-kick. He rolled him through into an ankle lock, which looked really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, Rude broke that up, and then it looked like... Then there Rude was... wanted to get the scepter from yeah, Corbin. Yeah, this was a weird moment because mm. uh, Rude was was <clears throat> excuse me. He was like asking Corbin very clearly to give him the scepter. Mm-hmm. And what was weird about it was Corbin seemed to capitulate yeah. and seemed to be like, "Yeah, go on, have the scepter, have my royal scepter." Which, you which know. you know, given the way he acted when someone stood on his plastic crown, mm. um, was a bit odd. I didn't think he'd go for it, but sure, he went for it, but it never happened. Never happened because Roman Reigns came out of nowhere to hit a drive-by yep. onto Baron Corbin, uh, which, you know, Rude then pushes Reigns into the table. Ali hit a dive, and then Reigns hit a spear on Corbin, and then back in the ring there was a Chaos Theory German suplex from Shorty G. Ali hit the 450 on Ziggler yep. for the win. Yeah. And then Ali's music plays for a bit, and then it's time for Roman Reigns' theme, because yep. he's the real star here, kids. Yeah, Roman Reigns' music gets played. Um, and yeah, uh, sh- yeah, so you say, Shorty G and Mufasa Ali are off to Survivor Series. Um, you just call him Mufasa Ali. Oh god, did I? <laughs> Admi- admittedly, I was watching Lion King uh, not so long ago. Um, and- long live the king, Corbin! <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, we think Corbin, Corbin lays out Roman Rose the end of days. Rude and Ziggler come up behind him without looking, just goes, kill him. <laughs> they are the hyenas here, for sure. But uh, uh, yeah, no, um, we, we, Mustafa Ali. Yes, Mustafa Ali, Mustafa Ali and, and Shorty G, G going to Survivor Series. Yeah. Working, working well together as a team. Sure. Which is nice, you know, um, if uh, make, them a, make them a tag team. If, sure, if, if they put Shorty G in another tag team, why not? See if, if this one works. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't worked out for him so well previously, but yeah. maybe this one. I mean, if they they put those two in a tag team and don't call it Ali G in the house, then <laughs> what are we what are we even doing here? What just have that have that um that chaos theory German suplex into 450, make that their tag team finisher, call it the Booyaka shot and just have done with it. <laughs> and give him a manager called Majuli. Yeah, why not? Perfect. Why not? Uh we think in the announcement of Nikki Cross versus Bailey. If Nikki wins, she's on Team SmackDown at Survivor Series, and then we yes. have announcement of Ms. TV with Daniel Bryan later on, which is fine, whatever. Uh we get a recap of the Fiends attack from last week. Yep. Sure. Uh, we then get a very quick Firefly Funhouse segment where Bray changes the Universal title into blue. Yes, yes, he does. He um, he's he says he thinks that th- something's not quite right, and then he mm. spins around and suddenly he's a magician in a cloak. Yeah, he's got a little cape and the, the, got, the gloves, got the hat, and hat, got the wand. The it's, wand. It's, it's wonderful. It's cool. Um, uh, yeah, he turns the Universal title to blue, and, and he's happy about that. Yeah, he he says some weird magic words that sound. I mean, I think the first bit sounded something like regular magic MacGuffin words or something. And then at one point, in the magic words are the words, your parents are liars, <laughs> um, which I quite liked. It's good. Uh, he says he's going to be watching Ms. TV. Uh, yep. He'll be watching and he'll be watching too, uh-huh. uh, which was, you know, a, a nice little moment. Um, we then uh, cut back and we get a replay of the match that just happened. 
Come on, guys. We don't have that short-term memory loss. Jesus. Uh, Corbin's yeah. then backstage with his dog, uh, Rude and Ziggler. <laughs> and Rude and Ziggler are saying that they should still be on the team for Team SmackDown, even though they lost. And Corbin says, as their king, he will fix it for them. Yeah. I mean, a co- sure. couple of things with this. Firstly, like, why is the dog still there? Secondly, I- was I the only one who was expecting the, the, the person in the dog costume to be a member of the roster? Yeah, I think you were. I wasn't. I had hopes. Mm. Obviously not Roman himself, because surely not. But I thought it might be someone. I don't know, like a member maybe of like Team Hogan. I don't know. Hogan himself. A member of Team Braun? Team SmackDown? I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. It's going to happen next week, though, isn't it? Oh, no. Yeah. No, Roman's going to be in it next week. Oh, no. He's going to come out. Corbin's going to come out with his dog mascot. And everyone thinks it's just a normal dog mascot. And yep. He's going to make him do some tricks in the ring. And he's going to bend the knee. And he's going to do it. Yeah, he's, he's going to do all these things. He's, he's going to go- bend the knee. And he's going to do all the tricks that he wants. And then when Corbin goes, ha, ha, ha. And he's going to turn away. And then, boom, spear as he comes back in. And Roman's going to take the head off and be like, it was me. And it won't matter. And it won't matter because you already did all the things that Corbin wanted you to do. He's already been humiliated. Jesus Christ. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, but Vince will like it. Vince will love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we then get a video recap of uh, Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman becoming best friends last week. Braun Strowman then comes out and he annihilates Drew Gulak in the B team. There is nothing more to say about this because why is Braun still beating up people? Drew Gulak said, here's how I c- I'll keep it simple. I can save Team SmackDown. Yeah. And Braun goes, I don't care. And then he just beats them all up. And then that's that. I don't, I don't care about seeing Braun Strowman beat up three people. Not in 2019. He doesn't need to anymore. Not even close. It's been three and a half years since he split from the Wyatt family and started beating people. Yeah. And it worked then and it got him over because it was a build. Because he started off beating one person and then two people and then, then three, three people. And then he got into a feud. And it was a good feud. Yeah, with really Sami Zayn. Feud. It was a good feud. And then 2019 is not the time for him to still be beating up three random people. No. He should be having feuds. You one know, of them shouldn't like be Drew Gulak. Yeah. God. Jesus. Anyway, yeah, it's it, whatever. Braun seemed, beats him up. It seemed like there was... Like, I'm looking through the notes I've made and I'm remembering it. There was no stakes here. It's not even like None. there was low stakes. There was n- there was no stakes to this at all. Braun just beat This was a people. vegetarian segment. There were no stakes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, New Day backstage oh. afterwards. Uh, they cut a promo in gorilla position. There's some local sports team references. Yes, yes. Um, the yeah. Patriots were there. Yeah, and I'm, some some I, other team. I, see, I understand this. I, I, I'm, oh, did, I'm properly Captain you, America. You sports. I'm properly Captain America in here. I understood that reference. Okay. I do sports. I don't do sports. Like you know. But you you sports. I though. sport. Okay. I, I, I have been known to sport on occasion. Okay. Um. You know. Um, so do they have beef? Does Kofi support another team? Who well, the, yeah, but what, basi- who did, basically, what, basically, Kayla once again got the golden ticket of being able to interview the New Day backstage, so she's probably like on cloud nine right now. Yeah, um, and she's asking like if you know as as the New Day defend their tag titles, will they be a successful you know this without without Xavier Woods at ringside? Um, and Biggie, Biggie's responses to this being is a pig's tilly bit pork. <laughs> Sure, sure it is, Big E. But Big no, e is a Big, gift. Big E's got more questions for us. Okay. Is, and he says someone, I'm not sure what he says here, but it sounded like he was saying Megan the Stallion. I'm not sure who he's referring to, but he asks, is she a gift on this earth that we should forever be grateful for? I mean, Big E is 
the gift on this earth that we should be grateful for. And then he kind of calls out Kofi's team where he's like, um, did, did, <laughs> did the Philadelphia Eagles... Oh, what are you looking up? It's Megan Thee Stallion. That's a person, apparently. Who is that? I don't know. We're finding out. You keep talking. I'm finding um, out. Yeah, he, he then calls out Kofi's team. He's like, or oh, uh, you know, and did... Did the Philadelphia Eagles um, beat the Pats basically to become 2018 Super Bowl champions? And Kofi's just like, wow, you went there. You actually <laughs> went there. And Biggie's just like, Haha, yeah, I did. Um, but it's all jokes and laughs between those two because they love each other and they love Xavier because he's always with them in their hearts, which is the important thing. Um, and yeah, they're going to go out there and try and win. Yes. And uh, then Biggie's just like, Kayla, Mike. And just launches directly Straight into, into his intro. Directly into his intro. Is he getting even more into his intro now? I would be if I I was think him. he is, and I'm about it. Yeah, he's great. I love Biggie, and he's a gift. <clears throat> Megan Thee Stallion is an American rapper, singer, actress, and songwriter. The more you know. The she more was born you know. in 1995. It's really depressing. She's born two years after me. <laughs> Four years after me. I know. Crazy. Anyway, uh,. Yeah, so so the New Day do their entrance. Yep, and then... Then we, then we get an ad break, yep. and then we get a backstage segment, because what is an order? Daniel Bryan's <laughs> backstage. Uh, Sammy and Shinsuke come in, and they're continuing this story of Sammy Zayn trying to recruit Daniel Bryan into his little stable, although they weren't with Cesaro this time. Don't know where he's gone, but apparently he's still there. I think Cesaro's only been with them twice. Once? I, well, yes, I wanna once. Say, I want to say once. And I he, don't know. But he's, 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 he's there. and um, He was mentioned, I think. <clears throat> he was mentioned by name. And yeah. uh, Sammy's basically saying, he, he knows, the, we know the Fiend is watching. Yeah. Right? Like, we need an answer tonight. Yep. Do you want to join our super secret team? And Daniel just goes, no. And he says, hey, if, you, if you're saying all the things that you're saying, why'd you run away last week? Yeah. And Which I, is like, yeah, I, fair point. I, I quite like sort of Shinsuke just like sitting at the back and Sammy's doing his brilliant heel Sami Zayn bluster. He's like, you know, I, I thought I thought you were running with me. I could almost feel you behind me. And also I was going to get Shinsuke. And yeah, he just yeah, cuts yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and he's saying, no, I've, I've had enough, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to join you. <laughs> Doesn't need um, your help, you know. Don't need your help. But, you know, Braun Strowman would be great for you. He's like, and yeah, I, you're missing like, something. It's Braun. I was like, say what now? And then Sammy goes, oh, not Braun, but mouths off against Braun. His his whole thing is just like, we are artists. We are poets. We are intellectuals. He's just big and strong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Braun Strowman is suddenly there. Yeah. And again, Sammy is such a good heel. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you were there. You're you're so quiet. I've got the exact description he uses of him. He says he's big and quiet. Like a supple leopard. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Sammy is a gift. Yeah. Um, and then they just go, we're just going to go now. <laughs> and then they kind of walk off. Don't find us, we'll find you. Don't find us, we'll find you. They walk off. Yeah. So as great as Sammy is, and Sammy is great, don't yes. get me wrong here. This is a storyline that's been built for a, quite a few weeks now. Um, since before Crown Jewel, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And... This is the payoff it, for Daniel Bryan <clears> just to go, no. And that, and that's it. And this is a, a really subtle, cool story they've been telling. Yeah. We don't know. There's a lot of mystique, a lot of mystery. We don't know what side Daniel Bryan is on. Exactly. He seems to be intrigued by Sammy's offer. He's not like being annoyed by him or anything. He's just kind of a, he's a blank slate. You don't really yeah. know what he's thinking the whole time. So then for him to just go like, nah, 
and then walk off. It was like, well, that's a bit underwhelming. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you know, Daniel Bryan's got his own thing coming up, you know, with his Survivor Series stuff. Mm-hmm. But it leaves Sammy kind of on the fence. I mean, sure, yeah. he's got Knacks, and I guess he's got Cesaro. Cesaro, question mark. The whole the whole situation revolving around Sammy, Nakamura, and Cesaro potentially with Daniel Bryan involved in whatever way, whether he was a part of it, whether he was actively going to be against it, and have that kind of interplay between them was it was we were really invested in that. It mm-hmm. was going to be we thought it was going to be really quite interesting to see how that would play out. And for him to just say no, nah, but by the way, Braun's around. You know, yeah. have, you, have you thought about asking Braun now? Sammy and Braun, big fan, big fan of those two working together. We've already seen it. And that in itself is quite an intriguing, tantalizing prospect because we've seen Braun when he wasn't the in-room worker he is now yep. versus super babyface Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. I'd be really interested to see great Braun versus super heel Sami Zayn. I mean, I know how that would go. It would end in two seconds and Braun would win. Yes, but I think you could get some fun stuff out of it. Like possibly, if they were willing to let them work for a little bit more than two seconds, we know they can work really well together. Sure, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but so regardless, I... Braun versus Cesaro. Braun versus Cesaro, I can dig. That could be fun. That would be very fun. Um, yeah. So regardless, I thought that was a little bit underwhelming. But then we get the new day of remember when Biggie and Kofi made their entrance. Now yes. we're getting back to yes. that yes. because it's now time for New Day versus Revival. Several hours later. Yeah, and we uh, this was a very fun match. Oh, I yeah. thought this was a great match. I really, really good in ring work throughout for for all of them. There was a it went through an ad break. Uh, Dawson tags and Kingston avoids an elbow. Sent on. I've written. I don't know what he went for, but yeah. Dawson kind of leapt off and 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 fell on the mat on his back. I don't know what he was going yeah. for, but it was something. Uh, Kofi came back into it. Biggie gets the hot tag and he slams Wilder around for a bit. Wilder gets his knees up on the splash. Biggie hit a massive Urinagi in the corner, <laughs> which I love. Urinagi. It's so so good. Um, and then. It gets towards the end. Uh, the revival come back and and Kingston hit a big dive, and then there's mm-hmm. a DDT. They uh, revival go for the double hanging DDT, and they yep. call out uh, Randy Orton, which is like a nice throwback to FTRKO, which was a fun little uh, 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 stable they had. Yeah. Uh, the revival they catch Kofi's dive and just throw him into the ring post. They just yep. like. Yeet! Just straight yep. in, face first, bonk, and you great. go over there. Yeah, which was great. Um, Biggie gets caught with a shatter machine, and Kofi broke it up with a dive. And then and Undisputed then. Era came out. They yep. interfere. They beat down both the New Day and the Revival, and yeah. they, they stand tall. They beat him up on the outside. They beat him up on the inside of the ring. Yeah, you had They're Adam, standing tall. Like, you had Adam oh, Cole yeah, and Roddy Strong right. just dragging Kofi out of the ring and just administering this beat down. They... They smash his torso over the um over the ba- the barricades, and I thought, oh, Adam Cole and Roddy Strong are here, and then they cut to the other side of the ring where Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are just taking it to the revival mm-hmm. as well. It's great, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this was fun because this is what they didn't do with Imperium. Yes. So this, this... is when Undisputed Era came out. They beat down four people. Yep. So it wasn't like they had a numbers advantage. Two teams. It was two teams versus the one stable of Undisputed yep. Era. They beat them down. They hit good moves. moves. They hit the tag team finisher, uh, uh, the 
Total, oh. total Elimination slash High Low. High Low, oh, yeah. called both, I think. Uh, they hit that twice, and they were all standing there like, yeah, we're on Disputed Era. Yeah. We're really cool. And that's when the rest of the SmackDown roster came down, yep. and they chased them off, which is fine, because like seven of them came down. This is why it works It works so much better with um, Undisputed Era than it could possibly have worked with Imperium, because mm-hmm. Imperium's whole thing is... We're better than you, and we're classy about it. Like we look the part. They respect the rules. That's the yeah. thing, Imperium. So That's when when Imperium came in, beat down two dudes, admittedly big dudes, mm-hmm. but beat down two dudes and got chased off by five people, and they scattered, and they, they looked disorganized. That's the thing. They looked disorganized, mm. and Imperium are not supposed to look disorganized. Yeah, undisputed era are much more of the opportunistic ones. So when they take on two teams at the same time, then get chased off and they scatter, it works. Exactly. It makes sense. And that is a tiny, tiny little difference. But it makes and breaks a segment. Because that Imperium one, I really didn't get on board with. The Undisputed Era one, I really like. And I like both of these teams, Imperium and Undisputed Era. It's not like a, a personal preference thing. It's just because... It works for Undisputed Era. They look like a cohesive unit. Yep. They beat down two separate sides of teams Both together. Current and previous champions. Exactly. Beat them down and then got scared off by a lot more people. And they go, that's more numbers than we yeah. can handle. Let's now get out of here. Going. That's fine. This, Imperium this... hit Otis with like a boot yeah. and then got chased off. And that was yeah. it. It, uh, d- it, it didn't work. But here it worked really well. And this whole, the whole segment match from start to finish was really good. You had great in-ring action. You had, I thought, a nice side of, um, not a nice side, but like a, a an interesting side of the revival where sort of last time they tried this kind of heelish skullduggery and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So this time they literally just went back to what do we do best? We isolate the weaker one. We don't let Biggie get in. Mm-hmm. When he does, we make sure he's out as soon as possible. We go back to Kofi. Yeah. Like, they know they can't hang with Biggie in terms of brute strength. They know they can't really hang with Kofi in terms of, I'm just going to get up from anything you do to me. Mm-hmm. But they can still beat him down. They cut him. You know, they, they're always talking about how oh, they're the best at cutting the ring in half. But yep. the commentary team has a point there. Yeah. They're so really good at they it. They just went, go back to what they do best. Yeah. And it Which does nice. nearly work. Yeah, it was great. Um, because the match ends in a DQ, basically. Yeah, and and that was fine. Totally okay with that. Um, so then we get an ad break, and then we get a replay of the Undisputed Era interference that just happened. It literally just happened. Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. <laughs> Fenton. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Fenton. <laughs> Fenton. Um, and then Heavy Machinery, who ran down as part of the SmackDown roster to chase yes. the Undisputed Era, are still there in the ring. I quite like how they ran down with Lucha House Party and... Apollo Crews, he's back. And also Heath Slater for a split second, I think I saw there. Are they so, a team? <laughs> Apollo Crews and Heath Slater. Maybe. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. They could be. Um, uh, anyway, Heavy it was Machinery. It nice to see that he was, he's alive still. Yeah, that's good. Uh, heavy Machinery is still there. Yep. They take on some jobbers. I have one note about this match, and it says they win. Yep. Uh, in, a, in a shock twist, an absolute swerve that no one was expecting. Heavy Machinery defeated the team of Kevin Tibbs and Kip Stevens. <laughs> I'm surprised you wrote their names down. Oh, I like to make a note of this. Yes. Yeah. You um, never know. When they, in, in, in 15 years' time, when, when Kevin Tibbs is the second, second, second universal champion, as in the champion of the second... I don't know. We're talk, I don't know. What? I don't know. There's, I'm talking about the future when Kevin Tibbs is a champion. 
Okay. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Totally. It's not. Uh, um, heavy Machinery win. It's whatever. Yeah. Otis is still great, but I don't care about squash matches. It's the same thing with Viking no, Raiders. Exactly. It's the same with Braun Strowman. These squash matches are not really doing anything. We've seen all of Heavy Machinery's offense. They've been having feuds. Yeah. You can't then do feuds and then take them back to squash matches again. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, they, they need... they. I don't know who it's going to be, but Heavy Machinery... You know, they had a bit of, of losses happening where it was very unfortunate they did, and it was too many in a row. Even in that sort of the however many team it was, longest name in the world, stupid, ridiculous, go for oh, it. Oh, you know, that largest tag team turmoil match to determine the World Cup for the l- best tag team in the world. I almost screwed it up there. Nearly, but you got there in the end. You, yeah. s- you, sh- you rescued that well. Rescued it. Yeah, when they, they were looking okay in that, they took out one, two teams, I think, and then were just gone because... Yeah better teams existing apparently mm-hmm. yep like they've had unfortunate times but to just throw squash match after squash match after them for one thing it's not squash it's wrestling um sorry i had to <laughs> um <laughs> even i feel bad about that that one. was bad yeah but they need something legitimate yes because they are a legitimately great team you can't just keep well, i think they are you can't just keep throwing squash matches at them they're they, a fun team they are but they're but they're not just a fun team they're not a one-trick pony team. They're a fun team. Don't you disrespect heavy machinery in front of me. <laughs> I love them. But they need a legitimate team challenge at some point. Yeah, they do. I, I don't know who that. that's going to be. Yeah. Tag division's looking kind of thin. So yeah. Who knows? Um, Rude and Ziggler. Yeah, totally. Um, and then we get more video recaps. Oh, more? Oh, good. I was missing out. Great. These, these ones recapped uh, all of Bailey and Shayna's interferences. Bailey yeah. came in on NXT this week, hit her new face buster thingy, which looks cool, onto the title belt, which was a nice spot from NXT. Yep. Um, Bailey's backstage with Banks having a backstage interview. Uh, Bailey says that every time she's got in the ring lately, it's been personal because now yep. it's, a, it's finally about her, which is a really cool line. Uh, Banks says that Nikki can't prove herself because Bailey's beaten her countless times and Banks has already beaten her. So. Why is she having a chance to prove herself then? Yeah. You'd have thought they'd just be like, no. Yeah. But, oh, well, whatever. Logic. Um, yeah. I, I still really like Heel Bailey. Yeah. Love I'm her a character big fan work. of Heel Bailey. It's great. Um, Nikki Cross makes her entrance. But before we can have the match, it's time for more video packages. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, This God. time, about the WrestleMania 36 on sale party from Tampa, Florida. Tickets are on sale now. Great. And then we get a video recap of the opening tag match. Oh, man. So many. Why? I don't, anyway. I don't get it. It's, it's, I don't even know who, whose fault that is. It's just the, the people splicing it together, I guess. I think they didn't have enough content for this show. So they're like, we're going to play loads of replays, especially with Good what happened be. at the end when they yeah. were like, oh God, we've still got a minute left. Yeah, that's true, actually. I think they didn't have enough content for this show. They were like, uh, we'll do a load of replays. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. Um, we get but, confirmation um, of a six-man tag match next week. Roman Reigns, Shorty G and uh, Musafar Ali taking on Baron, uh, sorry, King Corbin, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Can't wait for that one. Riveting. Yep. Uh, we then get uh, Nikki Cross versus Bailey, which was uh, what was slated to happen before. Yeah, um, I I liked seeing Nikki back in her traditional colours. She, Did she, she change? Well, no, I mean, like in previous matches, she's been wearing sort of light purples and sort of verging on pinks and stuff. Um, and this week, she's she was back in the, the dark blue and the grey that she used to wear back in the day. And I, I just like the change back. I, I think it's... I. I don't want to give too much credit where no credit is due, but a sort of subtle change back to her 
going back to her how scrappy she was before and basically she needs to get back on a rise so I don't know. I just like her going back to her traditional colours. I think you just like Nikki Cross. Big fan of Nikki I Cross. I think that's all it is. Big fan of I Nikki think Cross. you're reading it way too much. I could this. well be, but I liked it. Yeah. Also, I've decided I really like Bailey's entrance music. I was it's on the right fe- I was on the fence before. I know people have said it's a little bit what's the word I'm looking for here? Generic. Um, yes, exactly that. Yep. Exactly that. People said it's a bit generic. Uh yeah, I could I, I agree at the start, but it's grown on me. It's all right. Um, the match barely gets underway before Shayna Baszler comes out. She slides into the ring, and then Bailey's like, "Ha, huh, no, nah, I'm all right this time." She gets out and jumps into the crowd, but swerve. <laughs> I've got. But wait, there's more. There's more. There's so much more because Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Mia Yim, and Rhea Ripley are all there in the crowd, being like, "Hey, Bailey." Sup B, and then they body slam her back over the bar. Sup B, like because it's Bailey. You get it? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and then they body slam her back into the ring. There's a big schmoz that happens. Load of SmackDown women come out. A big what? Schmoz. You know what? You know what schmoz is? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, they all come out. Oh, I'm sorry, do I? Yeah. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big brawl that happens. There you go, brawl. Lo- uh, loads of uh, NXT SmackDown women getting involved. Uh, Bailey evaporates. <laughs> I think. <laughs> She just kind of vanishes. <laughs> uh, and then there's a four-on-four match that's set up. Yeah, Sasha, Sasha kind of gets on the mic and is like, oh, you're you're trying to take the spotlight. All right, well, I'm going to give you the spotlight. Yeah. Now, I hadn't noticed it as much when this has happened at other times. Mm-hmm. It's so very obvious when it happens here. Yes. Because firstly, and I know you pointed this out before as well, all four of those invaders from NXT have significant, in many cases, issues or beef. I believe I'm saying that right. Is that the way the kids are saying it these days? Supposedly, yes. Got beef. Got beef, um, fam. With Shayna Baszler. Yes. So why are they the four who come to back her up? I know. Uh, Rhea Ripley on Twitter has tried to you know, justify it and said, yeah. just so you guys know, we're not backing up Shayna Baszler. We're backing up NXT because Bailey came is. in. And it's like, well, yeah, but Bailey came in to attack Baszler. Yeah. So that which still what, doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's what you want to do anyway. Exactly. Which it just doesn't make sense. That, that is its own thing. Um, but what is was even more obvious to me was when she was... Introducing the idea of the match to the NXT invaders, when they were standing out on the ringside, on the apron, mm-hmm. went to get into the match as it was happening, and to, at the end of the match, for whatever result happens, like, Sasha is standing right next to Nikki. They're yeah. standing together. While Nikki is wrestling, uh, Sasha is, like, applauding and supporting but what happened to 10 minutes ago when they were, like, at each other's throats? Literally like a blood feud. There's a feud happening! <laughs> and it gets completely thrown out the window because brand supremacy's here! And that is way more important than any other emotional feud that you've got. Doesn't matter. You hate someone, put your feelings on hold because SmackDown is truly in your heart. Yeah. It sucked. Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke and Carmella took on Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Mia Yim. How the hell is Yim wrestling after Wednesday? What a <laughs> trooper. Yeah. Don't understand, Mental. but she's great. Um, there's some really nice sequences in this match. But yeah. then after an ad break, it comes back and everyone hits their big moves. Everyone yeah. gets in the, the 
protect your neck. There's a super kick. There's some other things that happen. Uh, Dakota Kai is in against Nikki Cross. She hits a scorpion kick. But out of nowhere, Nikki Cross hits her swing and neck breaker. She picks up the win for the SmackDown team. So NXT lose. And then... NXT guys try to uh, attack people yeah. after the bell, and All then the rest of the SmackDown, SmackDown come down and send them packing. Yeah. So NXT lose, and they get sent away without standing tall. Yeah, it wasn't... NXT's a, it's the cool brand, everybody. It wasn't a great showing no, in they that, look in that like regard. Like, they looked okay. They, they looked fine in the ring, like we say, with so many of these look, matches. The yeah, in-ring action they, was fine. They, there was... they looked fine in the ring against Dana Brooke and Carmella. Yeah, I it mean, was great. I mean... Um, <laughs> You make a good point. <laughs> I mean, uh, Rhea Ripley had a really, really nice little segment with uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah, she did. With a lot of counters going on, a lot of good hits, like um, Sasha eventually getting her into the bank statement, which Ripley took about three nanoseconds to get out of yes. because she's Rhea Ripley. Um, but yeah, it just they didn't look great at the end. No, not at all. They really didn't. and wasn't fun. And that almost overshadowed the fact that the whole point of the match to start with, before the invasion happened, was if Nikki Cross cannot beat Bailey, Nikki Cross does not go to Survivor Series. Well, Bailey, as as we know, got dragged through a wormhole somewhere. Yeah, she just vanished. She, she just she just vanished. She's gone. So. Yeah. Does Nikki get to go to Survivor Series? We don't know. We don't know. Sasha was very keen to have Nikki on her team for some reason. So. Is she now going to be impressed because Nikki got the win for SmackDown? Maybe she's going to be like, you know what? I respect you now, and you're going to be on Team SmackDown or something I mean, stupid. I, I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it. And if any of the NXT people had to lose, I'm glad it was Dakota Kai because she's not the yeah. one that's in the War Games match yeah. at War Games. Exactly. That was a good choice. However, couldn't Dana Brooke or Carmella have taken the pin? Can you just have NXT win? Yeah. That Wouldn't that been, be better? Yeah. To make your new upcoming brand look good? I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's outside the box thinking. Another thing I quite liked here and like how they've been building it is the use of Shayna Baszler. Mm -hmm. And what makes it interesting is I didn't think I'd like it. Okay. Knowing what they've done, I didn't think it's the kind of thing I would like. Because when she started, as we all know, however many weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago it was, she just literally RKO'd it. She came out of nowhere. Yeah. And just, it was... Suddenly she's here, impact things are happening, people are getting hurt. Yeah. And that was that. And as they've been using her, as the weeks have progressed, she's been coming in earlier and earlier to matches and with less impact. Mm -hmm. Which is weird that I didn't think I'd like this, but I really do. She's like a shark. Mm -hmm. Like, it, the initial attack is sudden and you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, that Careful. nearly hit my laptop. Yeah, um, that's the first one. Now with this one, with, with less than a minute, she's in the ring, but she's just sauntering up. She's just so confident. She's like, "Yeah, I'm here. Look at me approach. Look at me coming in. What are you going to do about it?" Mm -hmm. And when she left, she was just like, "Nah, I'm out of here. Got my title. I'm gone." Yeah, I I like how they're using it, and I didn't think I would, but yeah. I do. Didn't really pick up on that, but that's nice. Um, so yeah, after that whole NXT debacle happens, uh, they run down the Survivor Series card, and then yep. we get the Miz TV main event that we've already spoken about. Yes. So that is SmackDown. I thought this was a pretty meh episode of SmackDown because the dog mascot to start off. NXT it was off looking to a like, bad start. It's a bad start. NXT looked like idiots. Dis and they're teaming despite the war game storylines and Nikki and Sasha, and I didn't like that. The payoff to the Sammy Bryan feud was essentially nothing. And just 
all the video recaps in the world. Good God. I thought this was pretty boring. The one saving, well, I guess the two saving races, the New Day Revival match and the Undisputed Era running in was yeah. pretty good. And the Bray Bryan stuff I thought was pretty good. Again, building a solid story out of it. So for me, that takes it to a sla- uh, smack bang in the middle, a three out of five for me. I would I would happily give it a slap bang in the middle as well. Three out of five for me as well. Like the episode itself was off to a rough start and it was weird. The, the episode itself seemed to lack momentum. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, um, but like you said, there were there were aspects of it that went quite a long way to trying to save it and quite a long way towards succeeding. Obviously, you say the Bray Bryan stuff, it that's something that is genuinely very exciting. Yeah, very excited for that. Excited to see how it's going to play out. What kind of passings are going to come into it? As you say, the NXT Women Invaders look good in the ring, but they sort of looked a little bit weakened as a force. But the Undisputed Era able to rescue it for NXT with what they did, which was fantastic. The in-ring action was very good, as a general rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. Usually is. Yeah. Like, there's very little wrong with the in-ring action. It's just one it's built around doesn't really help it. It doesn't carry it the way it could help to carry it. Yeah. Um, And yeah, you know, some of these these options like Miz TV coming in at the end. It's nice to see that being like the sort of main thing. It's quite cool. It's a bit different. Um, Also, just thought I'd mention when he mentioned the name of the pay-per-view, Miz did kind of sound like he called it Crown Drool, which I'm about. (laughs) I hope that was deliberate. (laughs) Don't know if it was, but I hope it was. That'd be great. Uh, Yeah, I'd put put this slap bang in the middle. I'd put it sort of almost as central as central can be within that great boundary. Fair enough. Um, so, we've actually got something a bit different today. We've got a little poll, because Ollie did a poll Ooh. on the community tab on YouTube uh, to see what people thought of SmackDown, because the edited review hasn't been up as of the time of recording. Uh-huh. Uh, the edited review is currently not up on YouTube yet, so we'll get some votes on that as well. But, on the community tab, 9,600 votes Whoa. in this poll. Nice, guys and girls. So, what did people think of it? Well... Vast majority agreed with us. 56% of people saying it's smack bang in the middle. 17% slightly higher with smack-tastic. And 13% saying smack downer. So it's very kind of centralized in those middle three options for sure. Yeah. Uh, 10% said a smack in the face and 5% said smack-nificent. Fair enough. So yeah, mostly pretty average is what we call this episode for sure. Um, but now, uh, let's get into the rest of the super chats that came in on the stream before the stream died a death. Yes. Uh, let's get into mm. some of the more of these. So, uh, Matthew Robinson said, Pete, you're amazing as always. Thanks. Uh, it is so bad how this NXT invasion is up and down. Really feel like this time of year, one person should write all three shows to have a central theme. You'd be right. However, that one person would be Vince McMahon and it yeah. would be awful. We'd like to pick and choose the person that writes it and ideally... Triple Probably H. Triple H. Yeah. But bang on the money with the NXT invasions being up and down, you know. Really up and this, down. This episode itself just acting for, as a microcosm for that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Matthew Robinson again said, love Bray Wyatt using the yes word to get to Daniel. Yeah. Which was cool. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. He's I liked it. Just, it's just Bray finding 
finding ever new and unique ways to get into individual people's heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, Sterling Van says, hey, I like Roman Reigns. I just want to buy into him losing by submission moves more. I, however, cannot stand Kona Reeves. I mean, those are two very different people. Uh, Kona Reeves, you know, Tesco's finest. Uh, and yeah, I, I'd like to buy Roman Reigns losing to submission sometimes. It'd be nice if he did. He yeah. hasn't, I don't think, ever. I, I, question mark? I, I can't remember an individual time. Yeah. Did he ever? Oh, hang on. I don't think he did. Do you remember when Braun had that awful bear hug? Did he ever pass out to that? He might have passed out, but I don't think he's ever tapped. Oh, t- no, yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't remember him I don't tapping. think he's tapped. Um, Briz said, what's your opinion on the Blue Universal Championship? I prefer it to the red one. It's still not great. That's my opinion. Matthew Robinson again says, question, if WrestleTalk got to write WWE shows for nine months and could do long-term booking, what numbers do you think max WWE could get per show? If WrestleTalk booked it, it would drop to about a million viewers per episode. <laughs> we can't write shows. We're, that's why we critique it and not do it ourselves. Yeah, we have wild ideas that would only ever work in theory and never in practice. And we do jokes that would pop us and no one else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like uh, the, the team on commentary just hardly able to commentate because they'd be saying things and cracking themselves up. Yes. And no one else would be laughing. Absolutely, yeah. That's exactly what would happen. So it works. Uh, Jason Lindblad says, uh, Brian versus Fiend is the match at Survivor Series I'm most excited for, but as far as that SmackDown show goes, how do you feel about ending a show like that rather than ending with some action as being in the live audience? Uh, well, the live audience do get to see dark matches afterwards. Yes. Which is fine. There were two of them on this episode. There was Roman Reigns versus Corbin and there was Bray Wyatt versus um, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Uh, so they got to see both of those. So I don't mind an episode not ending with action as long as it's some sort of cliffhanger, which this kind of was, sort of. If, yeah. if Miz hadn't said, there you have it, it's Daniel yeah. Bryan versus The Fiend, I think it probably would have been a bit of a more impactful ending. I um, agree with that. But I, I, think, I think it was all right. I think it's fine. Yeah, I've got no particular problem with a lack of, not a lack of action, but a different segment that, than action ending a show mm-hmm. because, you know, you can garner as much interest with good sort of character creation storytelling as you can with a really good match. Um, and if anything, you know, the the ability to leave on a cliffhanger is easier with words than it is with actions. Yeah, sure. So realistically speaking, having it end on a talking segment could work really well. Yeah, for sure. If, I think, you know, someone may have jumped the gun this particular time. It didn't take away from the overall feel of the segment itself though mm-hmm. uh, so I think it can be quite good yeah uh, Matthew Willis comes in to say is it just me or did the crowd slowly stop yes chanting as Bray's got louder and louder also first super chat boys well thank you very much for your first e- super chat and uh, yeah I think the crowd were like oh yeah yes chant yes 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 and then they saw Bray they were like oh that's creepy yeah exactly oh, going, no. yes yes Yes, yeah, this is getting weird now. Yeah, let's stop doing that. <laughs> and then they stopped. Uh, yeah. Joe Libro says, Bray versus Cena, and Cena finally turns heel. Best for rating, Cena heel is crazy and good for Bray, and reforms Wyatt family and finally goes for Taker. I like maybe one of those ideas, which is Bray versus Cena. I don't think Cena should turn heel. Uh, Bray I don't... versus Cena? Bray versus Cena I'd like because Cena beat him at WrestleMania. Still plays into Bray's yeah. history at WrestleMania 30. Beat him at yeah. WrestleMania. Um, which should have been Bray's big coming out moment. Yep. And his kind of, here's Bray and he's a main event player. And Cena won. Yep, Cena uh, wins. So I think, yeah, if Bray faces Cena, that would be fun. Yep. And I don't want Cena to turn heel. I don't want him to reform the Wyatt family. And I don't want him to go after Taker because I don't have any interest in seeing The Undertaker wrestle anymore. 
unfortunately. Mm. He's not very good anymore. Sorry. Uh, Fritz, XXITFK777, great name, says, uh, was worried Miz and Brian would be friends because babyfaces. Glad they weren't. Well, I don't yeah. really know if Brian is a babyface. He's a nothing right now. But uh, he, yes, a, I'm very glad they weren't he's friends. He's an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in a blank face. Yeah, that. Uh, but yes, I'm very glad also that they weren't yeah. friends. I, I, I like that Miz like, brought it up so quickly as well. Just like, yeah, look, I get it. We don't get along. We yeah. don't see eye to eye. Yeah. Um, I like it when, when people do that, but still get along with it. It's it's done very, Miz does it very well. Mm-hmm. There have been others who do it quite well. Randy Orton has done it previously, mm-hmm. I think, with Jeff Hardy. Wouldn't surprise me. On Miz TV, actually. Oh, really? Um, yeah. It was when um, Miz was trying to get them to sort of feud, and he was like, look what Jeff Hardy's done to you. He's embarrassed you. He's disrespected you. Yeah. And Randy's like... I mean, he just took a chance. He just took his opportunity. As far as we're concerned, like, we're cool. Yeah, that's quite good. <laughs> well, that was most certainly a show, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it indeed was. it was. Yeah, uh, we just got through all our technical difficulties. Technical. We finished off the, uh, the not live stream now, the mm. recorded version the, of it. The, it's not, not so much a live stream, it's the stream. Just a stream, yes. Um, anyway, we said we're going to get in some emails, so let's do that. Yes. Uh, we've got one from Sif Ashur. I don't know if this email is actually... In fact, I might not read this one because I don't know whether it's been... He emailed both me and Luke, so I don't know whether Luke has read it out on a different podcast uh... already. So I'm going to err on the side of caution, and I will not read that one out. I'll ask Luke whether he's read that one out or not, mm. and I'll, I'll possibly read it out on another show. Uh, but for now, we've got... Um, Geo, um, coming in with an email saying, please read this on the SmackDown review. So there we go. Hi, Pete, Dave, and everyone else in the office, but especially Val, because I love her. Um, I wanted to share with you the fact that this Saturday, November the 17th, oh, that is actually in time. That's good. Uh, it's my birthday. Hey. Um, this Saturday is the 16th though, because it's today is Saturday and it's the 16th and he said it was the 17th. Do you know your own birthday, Geo? Who knows? Are you okay, sir? Yeah. Uh, and to celebrate, I'm doing a one-shot D&D campaign with my family. Oh, nice. Awesome. So I wanted to ask if there is any advice you can give me so that it won't go bad. Um, well, there's lots of different little sections in this email, so we'll break down that one first. Yeah. D&D one-shot. Awesome. Uh, any advice I can give you so you won't get bad? The one one-shot I've done went way too long, so just plan something nice and simple. Don't yeah. make it too complicated. Don't worry about having r- massive backstories for your characters or anything like that. Just... Do something nice and simple. Do like a little quest, a little adventure. Once it's done, it's done. They completed it. Yay, everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that within a first one shot, you want to sort of try and hit one story, not mm-hmm. even a story, one one quest. Yep. And give give them the three a part of the three main components, that being combat, exploring, and talk. Yes. Um, and you can tailor that dependent on what people are reacting to best. Mm-hmm. Um, you want them to have a good fight, obviously. Yep. You want them to have a nice explore of a new place, maybe a dungeon crawl, something like that. Mm-hmm. And you want them to try and get into the role-playing, you know, you want them to, tr- to try and get them talking. Yes. Get them using those, like, insight checks. Get them using those performance checks. Get them using those deception checks. All that kind of fun stuff that only really works when you're speaking. Yes. Um, you know, you want to try and hit all those three um, and it sounds a lot to say you want to hit those three but still keep it short, but they don't have to be massive. No, exactly. Uh, yeah, so 
depending if you, if you're if you if you're doing this one shot with the idea that you might want to do more in the future, mm. try and test out those three if you can. Yeah. See what your family like the most out of combat or just general exploring or like you said, uh, talking and getting into the role play side of things. Absolutely. See whatever they respond to and do more of that in the future if yeah. you if you want to do more of that. <laughs> uh, but now we've got uh, an update on his wrestle talk. Get better. Saying, I've lost three kilos from 89 to 86 kilos since the last month. Uh, also, my job has been steady, and by the beginning of next month, I'm becoming a pledge hammer. Yeah, dude, nice, awesome. Congratulations on yeah. those things. That's fantastic. It is great. Uh, lastly, I'm getting ready uh, for my stand-up routine, and hopefully, we'll be will be performing Ooh. next year. That is That's rad. So cool. Awesome. That's so cool. Uh, it takes a lot of guts to get up on stage for any reason, but absolutely. for stand-up comedy. I, I, That's a big one. I've contemplated doing stand-up before, and I have not done it because it's terrifying. Me too. So, yeah, good luck with yeah. that, Gio. I'm I'm well impressed and proud of you for doing that, my friend. I'll say, yeah. both of us, it's something that we've thought about but gone, uh-huh, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. But thanks, you are but going no for thanks. it, taking the plunge. Big proud. Big proud. Big proud. Big proud. Uh, and then he <coughs> says, thanks for helping in all this process. I love you, but especially Val. Uh, El Amigo de Wrestle Talk, Gio. Also, a quick joke. Uh, I love wrestling because it's everything I wish I am. Flashy, fun, entertaining, and predetermined. It's <laughs> 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 very good. I like very that. Very good, you. Very good indeed. Very nice. Um, uh, that's a long email. We won't get into that. Um, hmm. Hmm? None of my, none of my emails are really... Stuff that I want to talk about right now. They're all, they're all kind of longer, longer form stuff. So maybe I won't talk about any of those. Hmm. Let's talk about other things. What have you been up to this week? Uh, other than playing Pokemon yesterday. Other than playing Pokemon? Um, well, I didn't get a chance to play D&D on Thursday like I normally do because mm-hmm. a, couple of our, a couple of our party were ill. How dare they? I know, it's very selfish of them to, to, to have something issue that meant they couldn't play that wasn't their fault. I know. How dare they? How dare they? Yeah. I didn't get... I want, I'm so close to getting to use my new gear in that particular campaign, which mm-hmm. is super fun. Yes. Super fun. Yes. I have, I have a stealth bonus of plus 14. For those who don't play D&D, that's quite high. It's, 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 it's dumb. Yes. I'm level 9. Yes. <clears throat> and I good. have advantage on that as well. Good. <laughs> because Nick was just like, here, have some boots of elven kinds. <laughs> Let's make you even more difficult to detect. Absolutely. Um... But yeah, I think we, we were. Um, I've been I've been looking into like um, homebrew creation stuff. Ooh. Like um, indeed, uh, I've I've been looking into a lot of um, the unearthed arcana stuff. So for for those who don't know, that's basically playtest mm-hmm. stuff. You've got your your three main categories are the stuff that's already in the game. You've got homebrew, which is stuff that people are creating, mm-hmm. and then you've got unearthed arcana, which is the playtest stuff that mm-hmm. the official people behind it have have put in and are testing to see where it needs to be nerfed, where it needs to be buffed, how good or not it can be. So stuff like Druid Circle of Spores, mm-hmm. um, and I brought in a homebrewed race for that, which nice. is a, a Mike Mykonid, which is basically a mushroom person. Nice. So I'm a mushroom druid. And I'm a mushroom person. Yep. So he's just a big mushroom who uses mushrooms. That's good. Uh, Especially because of your YouTube name. How dare you? Don't you? Don't I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is That's very great. pertinent to me. For whatever reason, mushrooms are a thing that have been associated with my channel and stuff, mostly through the Pokemon that are based off them. Yes. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been messing with um 
with homebrew stuff as well. Um, part of the armor set for my plus 14 stealth is homebrewed. And um, I came across a quite fun little item okay. in homebrew. Mm-hmm. It is called the Ring of the Grammarian. Okay. You were talking to me about I was this talking earlier. To you this what is this is, it's an item, and it is homebrewed, so it is available for people's games. And it's a ring that is attuned to, I believe. And using this ring, I believe it is just a spellcaster, can um, take a spell, and they can change or add one letter to any of the words within the spell to create a new spell mm-hmm. based on the new words that are created. And with the DM's, you know, sort of guidance to how that spell will work, they can use that spell mm-hmm. by changing a letter. And this has been around, this has been floating around on Twitter for a little while. And just some of the things that people are coming up with are quite spectacular. We were looking through this earlier. Um, and it's stuff like there's a spell called Cause Fear, mm-hmm. where simply changing the F to a B means you cast a spell which is now called Cause Bear. <laughs> you just cause a bear to be present suddenly. Um, there, are some, there are some quite brilliant it's ones. Amazing. I noted, noted down some of my favorites. Um, there is uh, the Crown of Madness, which mm-hmm. if you're just feeling a little bit down, becomes the Crown of Sadness. <laughs> just feeling a little bit down. A little bit down in the dumps. Um, a, a very, very... Um, this is very specific from Cure Wounds, uh, the healing spell. Yeah. This is very situational. If you've got a lot of sick dogs, you can cure hounds. <laughs> um, very, very, um, very situational. There's a, there's a high-level spell called Destructive Wave, mm-hmm. which I changed to Destructive Rave. <laughs> um, if a potty gets quite out of hand. Um, also, if I get quite out of hand, it becomes Destructive Dave. <laughs> Either that or you just summon someone called Dave who's <laughs> just angry. It's just really, really not really, happy. Really, really mean. He's not happy. What have you, yeah. got, you got, any, got any going on there? Uh, not particularly. I was just having a look at the spell list to see if I could come up with any off the top of my head here. Uh, th- this one's not a, not as good. You just have the spell called Aid and you just change it to Aim. <laughs> so it's just like, I cast Aim. You are now aiming. you got to wait for next turn to cast anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I think the 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 other good one for that is just to change aid to and <laughs> which has two potential options here. Mm-hmm. Either you can just immediately cast another spell, yeah, or you use it as a reaction to a spell that doesn't affect you, you just go and, and? <laughs> My And of course, this one I pointed out to you earlier. Oh, I'm going to yeah. say it again. Arcane lock, arcane cock. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It goes along quite nicely Gotta with that. Um, Pass without trace turning into piss without trace. <laughs> Just really, really sneakily going to the toilet. Um, what else we got? We've got Cloud of Daggers. Just to turn into Cloud of Doggers. <laughs> <clears throat> and this is my absolute personal favourite one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw this one on Twitter again, I think. it was. Um, I'm really excited for your reaction to this. Oh, uh, change, changing mass healing words to <laughs> mass healing worm. <laughs> You just create a worm that just heals everyone. No, you create loads of worms that <laughs> heal people. It's a mass healing worm. <laughs> the beauty of that one it's is great. there's a lot of spells that have the word word in them, which can yeah. all be changed to worm, like power worm kill. <laughs> 
See, there's so many different inflections on power worm kill. It could be power worm kill or power worm kill or power worm kill. There's so many different ways you could do it. It's great. Um, there's also oh. arcane gates, just arcane hate. <laughs> just someone who really doesn't like magic. Really hates magic. <laughs> You cast that on a spell cast, they're like, suddenly they're like, Oh God, what is this magic I've got? <laughs> oh, I've seen, some, God, I've we seen are. some great ones thrown around. We are terrible, aren't we? We are. Um, anyway, uh, you could change Bane to Mane. Someone just grows a load of hair around their head. <laughs> what was the other I thought for, for Bane? Just ch- change it to Bant. <laughs> Bant. Just, just, just a bit of Bant, mate. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, and then <laughs> there was a spell called Black Tentacles, which you guys changed to Lack Tentacles. Just take out the bee. Yes. <laughs> Remove the bee. Remove the tentacles, tentacles right now. Oh, or the very situational tentacle defense of Block Tentacles. <laughs> Some tentacles coming your way. Don't worry. I'm blocking them. I can block these. <laughs> anyway. There's pages and pages of spells to potentially go through, oh, but it would take us... It would take us far too long, but for any D&D uh, players out there... Oh, email in, peterrestalk.com, yes. Email please. in your best Ring of the Grammarian edited spells. One letter changed or added. Yeah, so it's not removed. So you couldn't actually removed. do what I said before, which was lack tentacles. You know what? Let's add that in. We'll put that in, we'll too. We'll put that in. You can take one letter out, change a letter, or add a letter, yep. and it would make a different spell. Yes. Send us in your best ones. Pete at WrestleTalk.com. If you, if you don't play D&D, but you want a spell list, go to dndbeyond.com slash spells. Yes. And it would all be there as well. It will. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. I really hope people can come up with some good stuff. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, What's one the other one I saw? The, the, the very simplest one I've ever seen, which mm-hmm. was the spell Hex, which just turns to sex. <laughs> <laughs> that is so stupid. And yet so effective. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's great. Can you just change Hex to just H-E-K? Just Hex. <laughs> 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 oh heck! Natural twenty. Ah oh, heck! Ah oh, heck! Anyway, we're getting way sidetracked. We really are. That's all they got. Time. The ti- mm, <laughs> time. That is all the time we've got for this episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. <sighs> Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday. Ollie and Luke will be back doing the Raw review. Uh, Ollie and Luke are doing the AEW review on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Laurie and Simon with the NXT review on Thursday, and possibly you and I will be back next Saturday doing the SmackDown one. But yes. also maybe not. There's some polls going on on YouTube, so mm. we'll see how that one goes. Yep. But hopefully we'll be back sometime soon. See you guys later. I love you all. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.